Simply put, we are realistic leaders who are trying to lead better in the real world. This is the Leadership Forum on Hope FM. This is the Leadership Forum. Consider if everybody did what you are doing, would the world be a better place? That's a principle for just checking whether what you are doing is correct. Welcome to the Leadership Forum, where we explore principles, practices, and perspectives of effective leadership. Welcome back. You are on Hope FM Listen and Leave. My name is Grace Mutiso and you are on the Leadership Forum. I'm hosting Bishop David Uginde uh, on the Leadership Forum today. And this hour we'll be getting to your questions and comments even as we proceed on. And of course, our segment question of the day where we'll be answering any leadership question that you have not uh, necessarily not related to the topic of the day. So hang in there for that. Welcome back, Bishop. Mm. We stopped at um, employee equity. Mm. You can pick it up from there. So all that we have talked about internal, external and employee equity is part of distributive justice. Yes. So we have been talking about distributive justice. That is how food is distributed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we are doing. In distributive justice yeah. is really how food is distributed. Yes. Put it, yeah. Okay. So people will look at their plates and feel, I my plate is not as good as the other party. Yes. Yeah. So that is distributive justice. Okay. Now the next one is procedural justice. Mm. And as we said, this is not just the food on the plate, but how it is given. Yes. <laughs> yes. So in, in this one, we have two models. One is instrumental and the other one is relational. Yes. Uh, instrumental model in procedural justice, the focus of the employee is on the long-term outcomes. The processes that are being followed, how will they impact me in the long term? Therefore, the, 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 the members scrutinize the decision-making policy and estimate whether their future is secured and is promising. Mm. Yeah. So I look at the, the way things are done in these organizations in terms of my long-term stay here. Uh, if I were to be here for a long, for the long haul, yes. will I be at a better place? Mm -hmm. Looking at how things are done here. So really, I'm looking at my career development, I'm looking at my future promotions and, and those kinds of things. Yes. So I look and I could come to the conclusion, yeah, I think I have a future here. Mm -hmm. uh, there, is, there is hope for me. Or maybe not. Yeah. The way things go here, uh, it is the know-who. <laughs> <laughs> it is not the know-how. <laughs> so I may be working very hard, yes. but there's no hope. Unless you know the boss or you know somebody in the board, unless you know, that is now the processes. Yeah. But people will consider procedures, the, uh, this procedural justice, when they know that if I do this and I do this and I do this, I will end up here. 
uh, and it's clear. It is the clear. Path the is path clear. is clear. Mm. Uh, there are no issues. Mm. Uh, it's 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 your labor. Yes. So if you do the right thing, you will end up at the right place. Mm. That is what procedural justice is all about. Okay. So they look at the long term. If I was going to be the head of the department, what would that require? Yes. It requires me to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And most likely I'll end up there. Yeah. Save for one or two things. Maybe we end up at the door, two of us or three of us. And of course, one may be taken and other not. But yeah. it will be on merit. Uh, but we all have hope. Okay. So that is what procedural justice it's is about. all about. So it is the long term. Where am I going? Where are we going? And the process mm -hmm. that, that follows. So people may look at the other person, uh, the other day so-and-so was appointed the head of department or the branch manager or senior this. Yes. How did they get it? Uh, what was the process? What was the process? So if they find the process was fair, then mm. they are they're also hopeful. My turn will also come. will also come. But if they find the process was not fair, then they are not sure whether they will ever get there. Mm. So they begin to wonder. It takes away that sense of certainty, uh, job security. Yes. Yes. So that is what procedural justice mm. is all about. Or if an organization has no procedure, um, it's not clear. But for sure, people are promoted, you know, people move up, but it's not clear. Why is it not clear? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it is not clear, then that's what brings the cloud and smoke in the eyes of people. Mm. Yeah, and you remember, the the organizational justice has to do with perceptions. Yes. Yeah, when it is not clear, then people begin to read into. When a person is promoted, then we look for reasons why, why? they may have been promoted. They are close. They come from the same place. You know, they mm. go. Uh, they eat together. <laughs> you know, th 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 those kinds of things. Yes. So. That is that will mess up the whole system. System should be clear, okay. And people should know that if if you do this, this, and that, this is how you end up there. Okay. This is the process we follow. Mm. Yeah. Sour. So th that um, procedures therefore must be considered to be fair mm. in delivering long-term benefits. Mm. Yes. Okay. It it should be it should be clear. Then people feel uh, there's hope for me. Yes. There's there's hope for me. So that is called instrumental model. Yes. Uh, basically, self uh, self interest. What is this for me? Mm. And how? What is my future here? I think that's what people ask. What is my yes. future in this organization? Mm. So you look at how things are happening, and you say you decide. Mm, I have no hope here. Or you look at our things and say, yeah, if so-and-so can get it, I think I can too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is uh, the, 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 the instrumental model. Then there's the relational 
model or what is also group value model. This has to do with a sense of personal dignity within a group setup. Procedures are considered to be fair only to the extent that they are firm an individual self-worth mm. uh, that when when we are working together I feel that I am valued this now has nothing to do with promotions career but I am appreciated yes within the group mm. as an individual as an individual okay First as an individual and yes. then as a group. Yes. So in my group status, and normally this might not have anything to do with the organization. Mm. It may just be something to do with your group. But still people feel it. So you may, you may be in a big organization where there are many branches, there are many teams, there are many... ETC, ETC. Yes. Now, in your small team, maybe you are 12 or 10 or 20, you don't feel valued. And now when people don't feel valued, they extrapolate that to the whole organization. Ah. Yeah. You know, in my place of work, I'm not valued. They don't say in my team. Mm -mm. <laughs> That organization does not value And they people. don't value people. Yeah. Yeah. But it could just be your group. Yes. Yeah. So the sense of dignity and status that you are given at that group level is extrapolated to the whole organization. Mm. So this is why it's called relational. Because your challenge may just be the relationship with your group members, yes. or your team members. Mm. Uh, you either ended up with a wrong uh, set of team or wrong leader in your group, or you are the problem, even. Uh, as an individual. As an individual. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not being appreciated mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the group. So this is a more difficult um, organizational justice factor uh, to deal with because one needs to be, first of all, free of bias in order to assess um, objectively yes. whether or not that is how the organization is treating people. Like we say, because you're in, in a big organization, you only know your team. Yes. You don't know what else is happening elsewhere. And so you you feel, no, uh, we, we are not treated fairly here. So... You you then need to perhaps relate with the wider organization, organization to find out whether that indeed is how people are treated. It could be just your group. So you may find other people who are very happy, mm. you know. <laughs> Wondering what are you talking about. <laughs> what are you about? talking about? We are treated so well. Yes. <laughs> I really love this organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're wondering, why would you love this organization? And this happens, by the way. Yes. Um, where people, even customers, by the way, you know, they go to a branch yes. of the organization and they meet a wrong person, but that's what they uh, consider to be the whole organization. Oh, 
that's that that one. No, I don't go there. I was mm. there. They treated me like this, like this. And another person said, no, but I was treated so well. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to the... No, no, no. Me, I, I can't go to that. Mm. Why? Because the treatment by one group is extrapolated to the, the whole organization. organization. Mm. So it is a more difficult uh, one to be uh, dealt with. But uh, for leaders, then, what you need is to help the member to appreciate the wider organization and the wider treatment of people, that mm. this could be just in your particular group. And so listen to the, to the members yes. and just hear what is happening and then take remedial measures if need be, mm. whether with the individual or with a group leader leadership or group membership. Mm. Because sometimes people are brought into a group and they they had gelled from elsewhere. And, uh, and you are coming in like a stranger yeah. in the group. You feel lonely. So you feel lonely <laughs> <laughs> because these people have similar jokes, yeah. they enjoy their fun, they oh. understand their things and you're just there. So you feel it's not fair. Yeah. It's it's you, you you're not enjoying your work there, mm. and that can even lead to to serious uh, output issues because you don't feel you can deliver to your very best mm. uh, in that kind of an environment. Okay. So those 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 are those are situations that would need to be looked at, and it sometimes as a member you may need to talk to your seniors so that uh, they you find out before you make. Judgment. Some people even resign, uh, you know, uh, thinking the organization is very bad. When and it is a group. It is just the, your group. It's just your branch. Yeah. It's just your department. It's just your, you know. So before you you resign and burn bridges, find out if there are other things that are happening elsewhere mm. and how this can be this can be ma managed or handled. Mm -hmm. But this this uh, procedural relation of procedural justice uh, is one that can be very difficult because remember here again, it has nothing to do with what you are paid. Mm -mm. It has nothing to do with the processes that are followed. It is a question of your self-worth within the team. Mm. You don't feel valued. valued. Yeah. So what could be happening that this person, uh, uh, this follower doesn't feel valued or even this leader doesn't feel valued because it can also happen it can to, be a to a leader. Yes. Yeah. What could be happening in their lives? or in the That's world? why I'm saying there could be many factors. Like, for example, the one I've just given, you could be put in a group with people who already knew each other. And they have been relating. They know how to do things together. After at break time, they go for tea together. Uh, at lunch time, they go for lunch together. And you feel lost. You don't feel valued. When they are discussing issues, you ha rarely have opportunity to make a contribution. Mm. Um, they go to each other, and then the decision is made, and they move on. And so you feel not valued in that group. Uh, let me use, a, again, an example that is already in the public domain, yeah. uh, the, the Cherera 4. Uh. 
in the IEBC. Mm-hmm. For a very long time, there were three commissioners. Yes. After the others resigned. So these three commissioners ran the commission for quite a bit of time. Then four new commissioners are appointed mm-hmm. and they come to join these people, but they're joining at a time when there's serious work in preparation for the next election. So I can imagine that in that context, nobody's thinking seriously about induction, uh, (laughs) assimilation, and so on. No time. No time. Mm. We want to deliver this election. The pressure is on us. There are a lot of logistical things that need to happen. So these new members find themselves strangers in the group, you know? Yeah. That's what I imagine. Mm. Just and from. when they join, they bond. So now we four strangers, <laughs> we bond. Yes. And the other the three. The other three. <laughs> oh, then they are already bonded. Yes. And and because they have been this at this for a long time, you actually add little value. Yeah. Because I they had it. got used to right. doing this work, mm. the three of them. Yeah. So really you are adding little value. You are making little contribution. Mm. We appreciate you have come, but you have come at a time when we are busy. <laughs> <laughs> we have, a big we have an, election, an election to deliver. Oh. So uh, humanly, it can happen. Yeah. And from where I sit, I don't know the details, but from a leadership perspective, I suspect that was part of because it is very unlikely that four individuals who did not know each other before yes. could gang up against three individuals Mm-mm. and the whole organization. No. It is very unlikely. Yes. The only common thing that divided these two people is the old group and, and the, the new, new group. group. Mm. So the new group comes in and they don't feel valued, yes. they don't feel part of what is going on, and they said it. Yes. We just saw things happening. We we are not part of decision-making, yeah. and so on and so forth. So they did not feel valued. valued. These are the people, without even imputing any ill intentions, could possibly have gone on to do the work they have always been doing mm-hmm. in the best way they knew how to do it and assume that the others will catch on with them, with as, them they as we go, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, and and there is where the fallout then happens. That, that, that can happen. Yeah. So that is a, a, a procedural problem. Yes. And it has to do with value. We are not, and they kept saying it, we were not Mm. valued, we were Mm. not into decision making, we didn't know where decisions were made, Yeah, you know. Yeah, we were not consulted. (laughs) We were not consulted, Mm. that kind of thing. Mm. That example has hit. It has has hit. Yes. Yes, so that that is where, that is an example of where, uh, now imagine these people, if we go back to the Cherera 4. Yes. They, they had some advantage, which of course didn't work to their advantage, but the advantage was that they could group together and console one another. Yeah. Imagine if you are alone. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's so bad. If, if now there were six, 
against one. Against one. So you have just come in mm. at a time when we are busy preparing for elections. Yeah. And you want to know how does this happen? What am I supposed to do? We don't have time. I'll talk with you later. <laughs> yes. we, I will, I'll get time to talk with you. We will brief you. Yeah. And it's that those promises never come to pass. True. And so you just see things happening. You're in meetings, people are talking things, you have no, no idea. idea. No, idea no idea. So, and sometimes I, will, I would add, it is not intentional. It's yeah. not that these people want to alienate you. They want to keep you out. It's just that the work demands that we move on. Mm. You are like a foreign object that... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds bad. <laughs> it is. It, it sounds. It not, does not just sound bad. It feels bad. It feels really bad. <laughs> it feels bad. Yeah. So you are a foreign object. Yeah. Uh, people are moving on. You, anybody you try to ask, they are too busy. They are saying, oh, I'll talk with you. Just give me a moment. I'm pursuing this. Um, I'll find time. to Let's do coffee. And it never happens. Yeah. So there you come. Every day you come. You read newspapers. You... <laughs> Uh, check your SMSs and social media, and you go home. Yeah. But everybody else is so busy. busy. And yet you're supposed to add value. You have to supposed to add value. You came there to add value. Yeah. You didn't come there to read your newspapers. No. No. So that's where now you feel this a sense of injustice. Yes. I'm not valued. Um, and, and it can be very bad. And again, like I said, some people have resigned. Mm. Some people have left. Because they don't feel they're adding any value. You're an appendix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are words oh, people have used. Yes. So it is a very, <laughs> it is a very uh, equally difficult situation to find one yeah. for one to find themselves in okay. uh, when when you are in that group uh, status thing. That means the leader, as as a leader, you must really be sensitive. To help this new person blend why, in. Yes, that's why it is called, it's, it's categorized under procedural justice. Yes, yes. Because there should be a process that brings this person on board and gets them to appreciate what is going on mm. and eventually to assimilate them into mm. how everything is done. Mm. So the process with, with which the person is brought on board is where this problem is coming in. So it's a procedural thing. Yes. So as a leader, again, as I said, uh, we will talk about this later, but as a leader, therefore, you need to see, put in place processes yes. that would ensure that this doesn't happen. Even if you're busy. It's Even if you're In your organization, busy. you're planning to deliver an election, ensure a new person is blended. Yes, in. because these people, this person has not come to watch you do things. No, this no, person no. has come to make a contribution. Yeah. The least you can do is to sit down with them, find out what are your areas of interest, what are your areas of expertise, what are your areas of skills, uh, and see then where you can plug them in to add value, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, it, it is so very important. Mm. And this must be done at a personal level. Yes. You know, sit with an individual and just get to know who they are. Where were you working before? 
What are your areas of interest? What do you really like doing best? What are you really good at? Yes. And those kinds of things. That will help you now to see where do we fit this person in our team, mm. you know? Yes. And let them know, I really like the fact that you you are skilled in this area. That's a skill we could do with. Yes. Uh, I would like you to help us in this area. We and, and you put them in a place where they can use that skill that they have come with. Mm. It makes them feel like, yeah, I'm valued. I'm, I'm, valued. <laughs> I'm adding some value to this place. Yes. But if we, even after sharing with me all that, you say, okay, I hear you, I hear you. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> or let's see where we can place you. <laughs> yes. And two weeks later, nothing has happened. Two months later, you are, there's nothing that has happened. The person really feels undervalued, yeah. underutilized. Mm. So for, for the leader, I would say sit down with the person, mm. hear who they are, identify their areas of strength, uh, skills, experiences, and then position them in a place where they can make contribution. Okay. That really would help that person to feel part of the team. They will they may just put new impetus into into the team and, and you'll go very far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that has sung. That has sung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> as I've said, the, the leader needs to consider that... Uh, one of the things, let me just repeat this. Mm. In this procedural justice, particularly on relational model or group status model, yes. then what we must keep in mind is that what the individual requires or what the individual needs uh, is recognition. Mm. They don't need money. They don't need all those things that we talked about in distributive justice. Yes. They're looking, not looking for a promotion. What they are looking for is recognition. It is a need in Maslow's needs. Yes. It's called the esteem need. Yes. Yeah. And it is a higher level need than the, 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 the food and shelter, the basic needs there. It's a, a higher level need. So when a person doesn't get that need fulfilled, uh, they they feel undervalued, they feel uh, mistreated or mishandled and so on. So you you need to just keep in mind because some, some people tell you, yes, we are paying you so well, what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> You're not delivering. You're the highest what, paid. Yeah, what is your problem? <laughs> yes. Why are you always complaining? And... and you have a good job, you have a good salary. Uh, in fact, we doubled your salary when you came. What is your problem? Mm. They're not looking for a salary. They're looking for contribution. Yes. You know? Mm. Appreciation, mm. recognition, a sense of belonging. Yes. Those are the things that, that uh, this particular uh, treatment will give to the person. And so procedural justice is a matter of status recognition. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Wow, I, I, I think it's a good point to pause and prepare to get to the question, okay. <laughs> question of the day. Or you had something to add before we wrap that session up? No, that's, that's okay. Okay. So thank you so much, our listener, for being here with us. Uh, huh, hope you're learning, taking notes and, 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 and checking where you are, if you are a leader. And if you're a follower, also you're checking where you are. Allow us now to get to question of the day. Okay, welcome back. So, Bishop, uh, our first question of the day is one of our listener who is asking, Bishop, how do I deal with imposter syndrome as a leader? Mm. Mm. What is that? Wow. We talked about that a little earlier, if you remember, in our... Now I talk in many places. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to Google in my head. I don't remember that one, Bishop. <laughs> I don't remember that We did that discuss one. it here. No, maybe with one boy, maybe. Oh, maybe with one maybe boy. Maybe with one boy. Yes. Yeah. Now, imposter syndrome is where um, the individual, uh, the values that they have feel imposed on them. So they don't appreciate what they have, but they uh, they are instead, let me put it this way, they feel that which is demanded of them is not what they are, ex they are expecting. That's on the one hand. On the yes. other hand, they de their demands on the leadership or on the organization is not what they are supposed to demand. So how do you it is how do you deal with that is the question the question is first of all is what we call self awareness yes get to know who you are what you are able to deliver and what you are not able to deliver mm. uh what is expected of you and what your capacity is so the whole issue of self efficacy what am i able to do and what am I not able to do? That is what will help you to be yourself and not have too much expectation of yourself or too much expectation from others uh, towards yourself. Yes. So self-awareness is what I would say would help sort you out on that one. Be sober in yourself judgment mm. in, in, in that situation. Yes. Okay. Uh, the other one is asking, Bishop, how do I handle a leader who doesn't want change? Mm -hmm. He or she doesn't want anything new or even taking any ideas or suggestions? Just repeat it again. Bishop, how do I handle a leader who doesn't want change? He or she doesn't want anything new or even taking any ideas or suggestions? That's what we call leading your leader. Uh, it requires wisdom and tact. Because when you say don't want, that's a very strong statement. Sometimes leaders appear like they don't want but it's because of how you approach them. And again, I think we have that one for sure we have talked about here, uh, that when you are leading your leader, 
the first thing that you have to keep in mind is respect. Yes. That uh, you respect the individual. They are your leader. And how you correct them or how you make suggestions or how you uh, come up with new ideas has to be in a respectful manner. You must not make your leader to look like they don't know. And you're the one who know, especially in group. So the second thing we said, uh, first is respect. The second is always advise your leader in private or mm. try to. Yes. Advise your leader in private. So you go to them in private and make suggestions. And we said again before, <laughs> always make your suggestion in a tentative manner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't appear like you know everything and they don't know. Mm. They may actually appear that like they don't know, but they do. Yes. But there are some cases where they actually don't, don't. know. Yeah. So... The way you go to them, therefore, you go in private, but you also go uh, with great respect and go in a very tentative manner mm. so that you are not showing them how could you not even know this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Let's talk on one more from uh, Mwana Mungu. Mwana Mungu says, oh, greetings, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> I got some job. And in barely six months, a person slash HR felt so subjective and intimidated that he wrote a termination letter at 5.20 p.m. He expected me to react, but I just took it. Please comment on this. I seriously don't know what the issue there is. Maybe uh, let's try to, let me try to read through what they, they wanted you to comment on. Um, the thing that pop up here, uh, which Monomungu is saying, the, the, the person slash HR felt subjective and intimidated. So let's assume that um, intimidation and the topic of, of uh, being subjective and intimidated, if a leader is intimidated, a follower feels the leader is subjective and intimidated. What but this is the first day. Six months. They were just six months. Oh, six just months. Six, no. six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think I had six Day. in the evening. <laughs> no. <laughs> the letter was written at 5.20. <laughs> the letter was written at 5.20 That's why I evening. was lost. Oh, no, that's okay. why I was lost. So they are oh, okay. Six months, yes. Six <laughs> organization, months, yes. barely six months. Yes. Um, and the person slash HR, as they write, felt so subjective and intimidated. And he wrote a termination letter at 5.20. He expected me to react, but I just took it. Please comment on this. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> I... I, I I'm seriously, there may be factors we don't know. Mm. If a person feels intimidated, why would they terminate you? Because termination is a very serious uh, action that even legally requires very good grounds. Mm. So just because I'm intimidating you cannot cause me to, you to terminate me. Yeah. There have to be very good grounds. Mm. So that's why I'm saying uh, I think there may be more information that we do not have. Mm. But taking it just as it is, if the whole issue is intimidation, which is what we call inferiority complex. In other words, the person, uh, but this is an HR. 
HR, you are not even generally working directly with them unless you are also in the HR department. Uh. Yeah. So it, it is a bit complex, but let's assume that this is your leader yes. that is feeling intimidated, uh, which means they are suffering from inferiority complex. They are mm. feeling that you are more qualified than they are or you are better than they are and so on and so forth. It goes back to what we were saying or what we said to just the previous listener. Yes. You, you lead your leader. Mm. You help your leader to feel comfortable. And how you do that is by talking with them, appreciating them, point out things they are doing well. Because sometimes people who are suffering from inferiority complex, even the things they are doing well, they don't appreciate. Mm. Because they are only seeing those things they are not doing well and which you are better at. Yes. So go out to them and say, I really like the way you gave that talk today. Your point number three was spot on. Mm -hmm. And let them be true stories. Yes. Don't flatter. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because they can sense. They can sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if it was, if they gave a good talk, go and tell them it was a good talk. If point number three was a very good point, go and tell them it was a very good point. And do that every so often then they will realize you are not a threat. You actually appreciate them, which I hope that you are actually appreciative of them. Six months is a long enough time for you to build a good relationship with your leader yeah. so that they don't have to terminate you at the end. But if you are consistently showing them that you know and they don't know, then of course they will look for a way to get you out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. Thank you. We have to stop it there, Bishop. We appreciate you for an excellent session today. Uh, maybe you could give us your parting shot as you also pray with us. Um, I think the issues that we have talked about are matters to do how, how we operate within our organization ourselves. And I just want to repeat what I said earlier. These are perceptions, and perceptions are based on ourselves. We are the ones who decide how to see things, you know, and interpret them. The antidote to that is really what I said, work for yourself. Yes. Don't look at what other people are doing, how much people are being paid. We are not saying that you be ignorant or careless or whatever, but don't allow factors within the organization to affect the way you do your work. Build yourself. The reward will come later. It is sowing time. It is seed time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You could pray with us. Let's pray. Father, we bless you for giving us opportunity uh, this morning to just discuss the issues that are at hand, especially on matters leadership. We pray, dear Father, because ultimately we know these matters of justice your word tells us that promotion comes neither from the east or from the west, but from the Lord. So may you help us to focus our attention on what you can do for us and how uh, we can be promoted and grow in our own journey of professional uh, development and career development. And that we will not be overly sensitive to what other people are doing or saying. Mm. Help us to be light and salt in the places we find ourselves. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thank you so much, Bishop, and God bless you. Amen. That's all we had for you on the Leadership Forum today. A great, great time we've had. My take home is please work at breaking your own record, you know, give your best give your best and, and take care of those perceptions that you and I have uh, regarding the organizations that we serve in. My name is Grace Mutiso. I wish you a beautiful afternoon. Remember to catch our repeat of this on Saturday from 7am to 8am right here at Hope FM or better still, visit Hope FM podcasts on www.hopemediakenya.org God bless you. See you next time. Shalom. God bless. This is the Leadership Forum on Hope FM.